Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free. And yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30-something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In this episode, we sit down with real estate investor, mother, entrepreneur, real estate coach, and an all-around great person. We're sitting down with Shafan House, full-time real estate investor. And the cool thing about it is Shafan was able to fire her boss, quit the 9 to 5 rat race, and do what she loves. Stay with us, guys. You're going to be inspired. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira, and we are super excited today. We have a very special guest. Her name is Shafan House, and she is the CEO of Shafan House Real Estate and Company. She's a realtor, a landlord, and a full-time investor. And one of the things that came to mind when I was looking at all of the great work that she's doing is the idea of a virtuous woman. And I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with this concept of the virtuous woman, but it's actually, there's a chapter in Proverbs that give all of these qualities and traits of a virtuous woman. And one of the most overlooked characteristics of a virtuous woman, and I'm saying that a lot, is the fact that she is a real estate investor. And it goes on to say that she considers a field and she buys it. And this is exactly what Shafan has been able to do. And not only that, she's a wife and she's a mother and she is incredibly busy, which is why we are super happy and glad to have her on the Black Mary Debt Free podcast. So Shafan, how are you how are you doing today? I am doing very well. And with that introduction, I think I'm doing better. I mean, (laughs) that was an amazing introduction. I am so happy to be here. Um, I'm looking forward uh, to tell, you know, my story and where I came from and and how I got uh, started into uh, real estate investing. Absolutely. That was actually our first question. If you can just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from and how you start. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, so I I go by ages, but that's usually how I remember. I don't remember the years. I remember the ages. Um, but I remember when I was 25, I had just graduated uh, from college with my BS, and I started my master's in social work. And I said, you know what? I said, um, you know, I like helping people, but I kind of want to work with a different kind of, you know, clientele. I want to do something different. Um, so I, I did one semester of social work and I said, okay, uh, maybe I should try real estate. At that time, um, I knew two guys who were in, in real estate. One was a broker and one was actually investing um, in real estate in New Jersey. And so I said, okay, I'm like, Shafan, you know, I had to ask myself, do I want to invest or do I want to become a salesperson? Because those are two separate careers. And I want to make that very clear. Uh, you can do both, but 
becoming a real estate salesperson, a real estate investor are two different separate, you know, two different careers. So I said, Stefan, okay, what do you want to do? And so um, I spoke to one of my friends. He was like, well, you know, I sell real estate. He's like, you can get licensed, you know, take the 75 hour course. And then, you know, um, because I know you, uh, you know, you, you, you know, because I know you, I know your work ethic, get the license and I'll become your broker. And once you, I'll mentor you. And once you, um, you know, have a certain amount of sales, you become a broker and I can sign off on it. I said, perfect. So I went for my sales, um, my sales, myself, my real estate license. And I did a course, you know, I was making sales. And then I went with my other friend. I said, you know what? I said, what are you doing? Because I kept seeing him, you know, fix up these properties in New Jersey. And there were contractors coming in and out. And, you know, um, he was getting these properties, these, these horrible looking properties what we call ugly houses you know he would get them fixed up within six months and i was like wait i'm like you know this real estate sales is kind of slow let me try let me go <laughs> let me let me try this what you're doing he said okay no problem he was like you know he was like um come you know come to jersey you know anytime that you you know when you have time and see what i'm doing and i'll teach you the ropes so i was very blessed to have uh, these two people who i could actually go to uh two men that i knew who i can go to to show me the ropes um, at that time, I was tired. Of, I was tired of just watching from the sidelines. And I said, you know what? I said, I have twenty five hundred dollars. I know that's not a lot of money, but I want to become a landlord. Like I want, I want to invest. And he was like, Shafar, I can't do anything with twenty five hundred dollars. But because you've been so dedicated and you've been coming back and forth from New York to New Jersey to watch my properties, and you've been trying to help me, I was even trying to find him properties. You know, become a wholesaler. You know, because I was licensed in New Jersey, and I was trying to find him properties that he could buy off me. Just kind of just trying to learn the game. He said, however, what I do is I use other people's money. He said, um, I can use your $2,500. He was like, you know, put it in one of my properties. He's like, it's not much, but it can do something. I can flip your money and get it back to you in six months. So uh, obviously what he was doing was using other people's money to get these properties fixed up and giving them back their money once the property was done, right? So I said, okay, no problem. So I gave him my $2,500. On that. At that time, my credit was poor. Make a long story short, I was born and raised in the projects with, you know, no mom, no dad, and kind of no one to kind of guide me on, you know, um, real estate. You know, it was like, you know, you go to school, go to college, get a good job, and you made it, right? That was out the projects. You made it. But I wanted more. So I said, no. I said, um, I don't know much about, you know, having good credit. I don't know much about real estate. I didn't know I had to have a 680 credit score. I didn't know I had to put 3.5% down. These are all things I kind of had to learn along the way from him, um, the guy who was my broker. And I had got a job, you know, working as a um, customer service rep in the bank. So I kind of watched all these different people and I'm like, what are they doing? Like, how are they saving for IRA and they have all these investments and what is going on? This was all new to me. And I make that very clear and I'm very transparent about that uh, because I want people to know that, you know, you don't have to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth in order to make it, right? So what I did, I started learning all these different, you know, I started learning, you know, what it was to invest in credit and stuff like that. I fixed my credit. I gave him $2,500 and I said, listen, this is all I got, but in the meantime, I'm going to fix my credit and do what I have to do to get that 680 credit score. Sure enough, you know, I got my credit to where it needs to be. Um, and um, he kept flipping my money for me, flipping my money for me, and I had $10,000 ready. Wow. What I kept doing was just investing with him over and over and over, and so I got the $10,000. That $10,000 I put towards my 3.5% down um, towards a property in Newark that he was actually selling, and there I had it. I had my 680 credit score, 3.5% down. He gave me seller concession. I walked away with a three-family house for $7,000. <laughs> wow. so, 
Yes. And that's so, how it started. <laughs> that's how it started. That's how it started. Um, and I was like, whoa, you know, but again, that wasn't the end. You got to remember, I'm still becoming educated, right? So now I'm this landlord and my goal is to become my own boss. And, you know, I have a three family. I don't know anything about plumbing. I don't know anything about, you know, um, issues that a tenant may have. I didn't do, you know, a lot of reading in that area because I was so focused on social work. And again, I try, the reason I'm stressing these, you know, these little points is because people think, you know, you're just going to make money, become a boss and become a landlord. And that's it. No. Learn your laws. Learn what it means to, you know, if you could get your your general contracting license, that would be great. Um, you know, read about, you know, um, how to evict a tenant if you need to. Read about how to screen your tenants if you need to. You have to also check their credit. You know, as a woman, I kind of use my heart a lot. So it was like I would have a tenant who had a baby. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I feel, I feel sorry for getting that this is business and that your rent is due between the first and the fifth of the month, not the 15th, not the 16th, because now once you're late, uh, my property can go into foreclosure. Right. right. So. These are little pointers that I'm, I'm stressing, you know, as I was going, because I had to learn along the way. Um, and I said, okay, I said, you know, okay, I have this three family. However, you know, my mentors, they're busy. They're like, Shafan, you know, we taught you the most. We can't teach you everything. So I started, you know, doing my reading. At that time, I had met my husband. Um, and thank God he was very handy, right? So he was like, okay, I'll do the plumbing. I'll do the, I'll do the, um, I'll do the, the handiwork, you know. Um, and you know, you can just collect the rent and you know, you know, do the leases and the application and the screening process. And I did have some kind of um training because I was a salesperson as well, so I had my sales license at that time, so I had some training on how to run credit and everything. But I do stress, you know, don't allow, don't just become a landlord, just become a boss. So we got married, moving forward, I got pregnant with my son. I said, you know what, babe, let's, um, let's house hack for a little bit. So I did have some information. I knew what house hacking was. Let's move out of your apartment and live rent-free and have our third floor tenant, our first floor tenant pay our mortgage so that I could be a stay-at-home mom. Because at that time, I was working 4 to 12 as well. I still have my full-time job. I was also a salesperson. I was also a landlord. And I said, I don't want to work for anyone. I don't want to work 4 to 12. I don't want to work with the mentally ill anymore. Um, I just want to make a career out of it. Of course, he was like, what? You know, you're quitting your job. I don't understand. I'm like, listen, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. The only way I can do that is to be house hacked. So we moved into our New York apartment, our New York house, on the second floor. We had a third floor tenant and our first floor tenant paid the rent, paid the mortgage, uh, while my husband, you know, um, was a handyman. Um, and I was I was the landlord, you know, and that's how we did it. However, we had some bumps in the road, again, because I had a soft spot. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, allowing my tenant to kind of pull a fast one on me, you know. Um, but I learned a lot. You know, I went through the eviction process a couple of times, but I learned a lot. I kept getting more and more tough. I kept understanding that this was a business and that, you know, um, business is business, right? <laughs> so um, so that's how I got started. So I was a landlord for a little bit. Uh, we actually just showed, I was doing that for, what, six years? Just, you know, landlord. I got a property manager involved. But after that, I was like, again, okay, tired of the phone calls. You know, the toilet is stacked up. Right. Um, you know, that kind of stuff, four o'clock in the morning. And I had a son, you know, so I'm like, okay, this has become a little tired. However, I don't regret it because I felt like that gave me the hands-on experience that I need, that I needed, right? So we were forward uh, six months, six years later. I told you I'm not good with the year thing. When we were forward, uh, we decided to uh, sell this property, which we just sold. Um, and now I'm looking in Detroit to buy a lot more properties with the money that I have because I hear I have a mortgage. Well, I had a mortgage, you know. Uh, and I was like, you know, I can just buy free and clear in Detroit. 
And so um, I started looking at Detroit market and I went out there. I said, let me see this for myself. And I couldn't believe my eyes, like the amount of abandoned properties that were out there. I'm like, wait, I can buy a whole block with this, you know? Um, So I started posting on Instagram and I got some great feedback. I got a lot of emails saying, listen, I want to do this by the block block project with you. What do I need? So I sent them my agreement. I had a couple of people, well, a lot of people who sent me a proof of funds. And we're actually looking to get started uh, in September because they have a tax sale. Uh, in September in Detroit. So the list comes out in August um, and it'll be planned to buy in September. So that that's where I'm at now. Wonderful. <laughs> and there was, there was so many nuggets in what you shared. I mean, starting off with this real estate course. And one thing that mm-hmm. I'm not sure that a lot of people know is that you can get a real estate license, you know, pretty affordable when you compare mm-hmm. the cost of going to like a four-year college and then, Absolutely. right. And then I love how you had a mentor and it sounds like that yeah. mentor really helped to set you mm-hmm. up for success. And then not only that, you took this mentor and this mentor later became your business partner yeah. and how you came, you know, started to do deals um, with, with your mentor turned business partner. Now, can you, can you talk to us a little bit about the buy the block yeah. project? And it sounds like there's some crowdfunding going on in there and maybe <laughs> the benefits of that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, again, I always start with this like idea, who the grant idea. I don't know if that happens to you guys, but it's like four o'clock in the morning or it's like when your child, your children are quiet and you'll get this idea in your head and you're like, you know what? I need to do that. Again, I don't know if it's like God pushing you to do that, but it's something that's just in your spirit that you need to do. So when I was looking in Detroit, I was like, okay, but it was just an idea. It was like, all right. I'm like, um, I want to buy the block. You know, it was just an idea. And I was like, you know what? I'm just posted. I think I posted something on Instagram. Like, okay, let's buy the box, buy the block. Um, and I had went to a seminar um, that another real estate investor was doing out there, and I met people who were interested. And they were like, No, Siobhan, I'm I'm serious about this. I'm like, Wait, hold on, maybe I can have a thing going on here, right? So um, I started posting on Instagram again. I started getting some emails. Um, like, okay, I'm interested. Like, how much do you need? And again, I went back to me when I was when I first started out, and I only had twenty five hundred dollars, right? Um, and I said, Dang, I said, let me try to do that for other people. You know, let me be that mentor for other people. Um, so I had people asking me questions like, what's the minimum? And I, you know, I said $2,500. However, as I sat back, I thought about it. I said, okay, we can start off with 5000 I'll put something on top of it. You know, I'll put, I'll put, you know, I'll put money on top of it, just like what my mentor did to me. Um, and then, but you have to invest with me for at least 12 months, you know? Um, so they're like, okay, no problem. So. I started going on Land Bank Detroit, which is like an auction.com for Detroit. Um, and I started bidding that way. No, that's that's good information. And um, I think it's like how you said, it starts with an idea. And it sounds like a really, a really great idea. Um, how you worked with your mentor. Now, you said that you had $2,500. And, mm-hmm. and in, in over time, he was able to, you know, you were able to get 10000 out of that. So can you break down what that process is like? Uh, for yes. our listeners that don't know. Yeah, so what, what, what a lot of people do, a lot of seasoned investors, they use other people's money. They're not using their money. They're using people who have money in IRAs, 401ks, or people who just don't know what to do with their money and they have it sitting in the bank. You know the banks are not giving you a lot of money, obviously, right? 
So a lot of seasoned investors, they use other people's money. You'll see the acronym OPM a lot. Like I use OPM, I use OPM. They mean other people's money. So what he was doing, of course he had, you know, he had doctors and lawyers who was like, I have money in my IRA, IRA. I'm saving for retirement, but they weren't getting a lot on it. So he had, you know, investors who was giving him 20,000, 10,000, like nothing. He only took my 2,500 because I knew him. Um, but again, as an investor, you could take, you could take whatever you want. It's up to you, you know. Um, but what he did, what I did, I had my twenty five hundred dollars. I was one of those others, other people, right, for lack of a better word. And um, I did it for what six months. So I, I think he gave me a thousand dollars at that time. Um, he gave me a thousand dollars over the course of six months, which was a lot to me because I'm only starting with twenty five hundred, right? So. I know I'm not going to get that. I know I'm not going to get $1,000 with my money just sitting in the bank. So by that time, I had $3,500. Then I did it again for another six months. And I think he doubled it because he saw that I was very serious. So he it went to like, like, maybe like 5000 at that time, I want to say. Honestly, I, I would have to look at the contract. Yeah. Um, and then I have, my, then I got my, my, my well, he was my boyfriend, my husband at the time. I said, babe, listen, I'm doing this. You know, I'm like, do you have, you know, 5000 to put towards it or, you know, 2000 He put $2,500 with me and then we doubled it again so the more we kept putting the more we kept investing with him the more he gave us back on top of our money so uh by the i want to say by the 12th month if i'm not mistaken we had the ten thousand dollars ready i mean that's an amazing return you know <laughs> we, we preach investing and uh you know and, and index funds and mutual funds and real estate as well but i mean mm -hmm. that is that's awesome now how can if somebody says okay man i want to i want to you know being a uh investor like that or how can a person go about something like that? Honestly, anyone can do it. What I realize is not about how, it's like, what do you, I want to say people are just so fearful right. and they're so afraid of making a step. Anyone can do it. You know, you, you'd be surprised um, how many people have money in the bank just sitting there or they were taught again, you know, invest in your 401k, invest in your IRA because that's the retirement way. But no one is waiting until they're 65. I mean, no one in their right mind should wait until they're 65 to retire when you know, I mean, if you, I mean I'm mean, i reading a lot more books now. You know that the best way to leave your job or retire is through real estate or some kind of investment. So I think the question is not so much of what who can do it is, are you ready to do this? Are you ready to change your mindset towards that working, you know, from that nine to five working person, IRA 401k to a real estate investor. So it's not so much of, you know what I mean? It's the mindset shift that you have to make. Absolutely. And one of the things that uh, you're talking about is how you and your now husband kind of join forces. Can you, can you talk about, um, um, the dynamic of working with your spouse, um, in this work? Yes. Absolutely. Um, at that time, um, he was one of those people that kind of was like, no, like, we, you know, it's just work. That's all he knew as well. And I'm like, listen, when he met me, I was like, you know, he, it's so funny. I didn't mention it at, at first, which we laugh about now. Like, you know, I already had this plan in my head when we met. So it was like, I needed to meet someone who was on the, you know, who had the same mindset. You know, you're dating, you kind of, you're trying to find out who's who, you know. And I was like, listen. So we started getting serious. I said, listen, this is what I have going on. You know, I've been doing this. I've been working on my credit like what do you have going on <laughs> you know uh, and we laugh about it now it took a lot of you know again trust you know showing that this you know this is going to work you know um and then um and then he was on board which was really good of course he was like listen i'm only giving you i'm not giving you my whole savings account i'm only giving you some of it i gotta see if this is going to work <laughs> but you know he trusts me um and then it was you know um 
we were, the house that I was looking at that I wanted to buy was in Newark. You know, it wasn't the best area. However, I had to make him understand that this is temporary. This is just, this is temporary. You know, let's do this so that we can become our own boss. Let's do this. So, you know, just a temporary, it's not like we're going to live there forever. But in order to house that, this is where we have to move right now. Right. So it took a lot of that, you know, a lot of convincing, a lot of trust, I would say. And that's amazing. I mean, your story is just amazing. I know there's probably uh, someone listening that says, hey, I want to get into the real estate game. I, I'm t- I don't like my nine to five situation. And I think like how you said, it's all about that mind- mindset change. And, and absolutely. definitely had that. And it's, it's just extremely inspiring. Now, Siobhan, can you tell us a little bit about your real estate coaching program? Yes, yes, yes. I was hit me with it at 30s or at 20s, you know, and then like I had this nine to five and and you know they plan to retire at 65. I'm like, what? So it, it, to me, it just it just sounds like a foreign language. I'm like, I'm not. That never was my mindset. Like you know, like I've always worked to get what I have to get, but not work to pay bills. I always work, you know, to invest in something or to do something major. But I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I always, right? But I, you know, at a certain point in my life, I said that's not what I want to do. Right. So I said, okay, people need. People need coaching. It's that people need coaching. People need to see that there are other things, there's other ways to make money. Um, people need to see. People need to understand a mind. You know, people need. To, people need to have a mind shift change. You know, people just need to understand that. You know, um, you can invest in real estate. So I started talking to people. Um, I started doing live videos on Instagram. Instagram is very powerful if you use it the right way, right? So I started doing live videos on Instagram about how to invest in real estate, how to become a landlord, what to look for when you are a landlord. You know, and even with more two people who were watching I felt good um, and one time I just I really just had two people and it was this girl she, I was like you know what I'm, like, I'm gonna start mentoring she was like Siobhan thank you so much I was waiting for you to mention that on your Instagram and I was like really she was like yes and I was like okay I was like you know what okay it'll be a hundred dollars again just Again, I just it was just a thought, right? It wasn't right. something I think about it. She was like, I'm like, it'll be a hundred dollars for like, you know, ninety days. I'll give you coaching. We'll do coaching calls. And she was like, Okay, no problem. Um and I showed her how to get her real estate license, we do coaching calls. I told her how to get real estate license, we do coaching calls, and it worked out. And I was like, Wait, you know you get that one person and you feel like you got something going on. Yeah. And so I started, um, I started, you know, promoting it more on Instagram. And then it was like, okay, I'll do it. And I, you know, my price went up, of course. And I started getting more into details. Like, okay, we're going to do three coaching calls, a limited back and forth email. Um, uh, we do three coaching calls, a limited back and forth emails. You get my ebook for, you know, three ninety nine. And people were like, okay, what's your cash app? I'm like, okay. So I realized I had a gift to not only coach, but a gift for people to listen. Because you have people who will tell you one thing and then don't follow up. Or you have people who just talk to you and people don't really listen to you. But I had that gift. So it was almost like, okay, Shamar, is this like your purpose? Like, is this, you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? And now I have 10 coaching clients who all paid me um, $300. And I coach every single one of them. We do three coaching calls. They all get my ebook with unlimited back and forth emails for questions and concerns. And all my coaching calls, all my coach, my coaching clients, I realized it wasn't that they didn't have the information. It's just that they needed that that motivation, which I provide. Um, they needed someone to listen to them, and they needed um, they like it's like they had like they needed a plan. You know what I mean? Like they need a plan. Like okay, if you're working now, well, let's take your 401k and let's invest it in here. Or if you don't have money, let me show you how to wholesale so that you can get the money. So I come up with these strategies, and it works. And they're all executed now. Wow. That's wonderful. And 
we know from firsthand experience that coaching is really powerful and it really makes a difference. And then I also really like how um, you are paying it forward. Like you had a mentor and now you have a hard mentorship for other um, folks that are wanting to get into this arena. And then I also like how you've been able to take this uh, one uh, one ability with real estate that you've been able to create multiple streams of income. So that's your mentorship. Yeah, absolutely. That's your investing. That's your flipping. And so house hacking. And so I think that that's really wonderful. And one thing that we always encourage people to do, I have one gift, but how can that one gift bring in multiple streams of income? Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. I, I also admire how, you know, you, you use Instagram to, uh, to spread your business and share, you know, exactly what you're doing. I mean, that's how I was able to get in contact with you. So can you tell our listeners how they can you know, connect with your coaching program if they'd like to? Absolutely. Uh, what you can do is, um, again, my Instagram is C House Rinko. That's C as a cat house, which is my last name. Rinko, with, uh, which is for real estate and company. C House Rinko. You can go on my Instagram or you can put in Chiffon House on Instagram. Um, you can also go into Shrinko Facebook. Um, I'm also on YouTube. You can go into Shrinko YouTube, which is C-H-R-E-N-C-O again. Shrinko YouTube, which I have like, you know, one or two minute videos that kind of, you know, give you some information on what I'll be talking about. You can also email me at ShiffonHouse at Shrinko.com. Um, and then you can also go through, um, they can go through your podcast. You know, maybe go to, you know, go on your Instagram, give them my information. Um, but I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Awesome. <laughs> if you can't find me, I'll find you. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we have one last question. So for that listener out there that wants to get into real estate, um, they have that fire burning inside of them. What is one piece of advice you would give them? Uh, changing your mindset. It's definitely not your nine to five, uh, get up, clock in, clock out, you know, get your paycheck every two weeks. No, you have to have the grind. You got to have the hustle. You got to have the motivation. Um, if you don't have the motivation to get you, you know, a, a coach like myself. Um, and you got to just kind of have a network. Like, I can go on my Instagram, and if I don't know something, I can kind of, and even people I never met, I can say, hey, you know, do you have that wholesaling contract, which I've done before? Or, hey, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? So I use Instagram for that network. And I also have my, my personal network, like my mentors, uh, people who I, you know, I've met while doing sales, or people who, I met in the street, you know, where I'm just like, you know, what do you do? You know, how do you do this? So how do you juggle, you know, being a mom, a wife and everything else, you know? Um, I'll meet someone at the gym. Like I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very open-minded. So, you know, stay open-minded, you know, read books, you know, read, read, read something that um, I had lacked at the beginning. Um, And everything is on, you know, YouTube, everything's YouTube University. So, but it's just that mind change your mind shift to understand that 65 is not the way to go, not to retire. Right. Well, Siobhan, thank you so much for your time and for sharing knowledge, wisdom. And I hope that our viewers will find this podcast inspiring because you have inspired us here in so many ways. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to, uh, you know, maybe meeting you guys in person one day. You never know. Absolutely. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate this so much. Thank you. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars. Write great reviews. 
anything that you can do to help us, we really, truly appreciate it. All right. So for Black, Married and Debt Free, this is Marcus Murray signing off until next time. All right. I'll let you guys later. Peace.